music industry and all that. So, um, you know, but aside from, you know, look, I mean, you, you can get it. You look at uh, IG, you know what I'm saying? That's that, I'd be looking like, I'd be walking around and I'm real life walking IG models just be out walking, shopping, eating. Nigga paying their bills and shit. You might just, whoa, like, hold up. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to catch a look at the gym. They're everywhere, bro. And I'm telling you, church, the gym, the books, the, the wine bars, the hookah bars, the games, like, bruh. Where can you not find a chick here in Atlanta? Like, what are you doing? Like, if you are, like, we are outnumbered here in Atlanta. I promise you, like, the men to women ratio is crazy. And it's cra even crazier that most of these women sing. You know, uh, they don't want to commit, you know? Uh, not all of them, but, you know, I feel like from what I see, it's all about right now that attention, getting their shit up, getting their money right, which I'm all for. Which brings me to my next thing, their mindset. A lot of the women out here, you got, like, 50% focus winning doing major like networks brunches you know organizations selling hair lashes doing eyebrows nails hair like bro it do not stop like and they are always getting that check and then aside from all dancing they getting all the bread dancing you know what i'm saying like i don't know some of these stories true about 8k in one night not for every chick in Atlanta, no but I, I can see that coming from most of them. You know what I'm saying? Taking their money. Daytime shift, nighttime shift, it goes down. Boom. Okay, 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 okay. So we got uh, 50 doing that. We probably got 25 just out here, like, uh, either, you know, just looking good but broke as fuck. Shit don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Putting all your money into what you look like, all your time on the Instagram, all the, uh, you know, and then you just going from nigga to nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of these girls got niggas. I be watching some of them just at the studio and going through their phone. I be, I'm telling you, it's bad, fellas. They going through IG, DMs, and that shit got like five fresh messages on that bitch. And she hitting every single one back. So, I'll be like, woo, it's a dirty game out here, man. I ain't even trying to play them. So we know how they look. We know how they think. You know, and then we, okay. So we still got like 25%. You know what I'm saying? So 25% of them, I want to say, are like, I want to say are like just, okay. They gay. They like girls, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Because you will find some baddies out here that's like super bad, and you will be surprised that they don't want no niggas down with no dick in their life, nothing. They're fine. They get the job done. But and I heard, you know what I'm saying? With females, they all tell you, man, can't nobody eat, can't nobody eat a girl pussy like a female. So um, if that's true, fellas, we ain't got you. You know, we can try our best, but uh, we can fall short. I'm sure. Uh, but um, that brings me to what I said: how they look, how they think, how they think. How they think Tell you the truth It's a lot of um, It's a lot of models It's a lot of rappers A lot of singers Like the females down here Like it'll surprise you They wanna rap You know girls Some girls You know girls wanna play with Barbies and shit Yeah they wanna rap now You know like That's it you know, Girls like watch out They got titties ass Beautiful and Got bars Like what you gonna do with that I can't compete Titties ass and bars Like <sighs> I, I, I feel the heat. I feel the heat. I know it. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to all the females in the London. Working, grinding, man. You know, the beautiful. Y'all beautiful. Y'all working. Y'all motivating us niggas, man, to get us going. Y'all actually run the city, man. Whatever your song they request will get played, man. Wherever the females are, that's where the party is, man. If there's no females, shut the party down. Like, females run the 
I'm telling you that right now. I mean, of course you got your rappers and all that, you know, they they they, they big shit when they step out, but behind the scenes, females is setting up shit. They setting up the, the networks, they got the plugs on the radio, they managers, they telling you, Atlanta, you a female, black female, you need to be in Atlanta, man, linking up with the rest of these, man, but, and uh, that's something I can't say I hadn't noticed here, man, but other than that, yeah, from the way they, from the way they, um, you know, talk, man, think, uh, from where they be, how they are, what to expect, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, they all over the place. Don't go crazy, don't be out here chasing females and all that shit. You gonna lose your mind, bro. You know what I'm saying? Keep your heart. Keep your heart, two stacks. Keep your heart, man. You know what I'm saying? If something come your way, crash it, man. Chop that tree. Keep moving along, man. <laughs> Unless it's something you, know, you wanna hold dear. And uh, before we go, I gotta touch on this uh, HIV AIDS shit, man. So I'm watching this um, news clipping, and they like, for every 100,000 people, 800 or 700 have AIDS or HIV. And they blow it up and make it look real red and shit like that. And I'm like, nigga, 800 people out of 100,000, that shit's not even 8%. That's more likely under 1%. If I'm doing my math correctly, 8% of 100,000 will be 8,000. 800 out of 100,000 is less than 1% of everybody in the county. So stop making Atlanta look like it's just HIV city because the shit, the numbers don't make sense. They don't add up, man. And I never see niggas putting these shits out. It's always the news, the white folk. You know what I'm saying? I see back shit putting them numbers out there. So I don't know if y'all want to, if they trying to scare people from coming to Atlanta, black people or gay. I don't know what the hell they trying to do, but... When I'm looking at the numbers, that don't make sense. 800 out of 100,000 people, nigga, that's less than 1% of people. That means one out of every 100 person you meet. You know what I'm saying? So, I could be wrong. But if I'm wrong, that fucking news report was wrong. So, and that was just one county. You know, it was higher among the city and all that. But I was looking in my, my county, Clayton County. And... And that shit should have been that damn red for less than 1%. Now, if we had like 10% or 8%, you know what I'm saying? Then we got an epidemic here on our hands here. But still, y'all go get tested, man. Y'all do what the hell y'all got to do. But I just, um, I feel like, you know, uh, the women is out here. I hate when people from my city are like, oh, I ain't going down there and beating no woman, getting no HIV. And I'm like, nigga, are you crazy? You think all these girls down here got HIV, AIDS? All these people that moved to the city and all that? So... You know what I'm saying? That's just a little review what you can expect from women in Atlanta. That uh, love and hip-hop shit, that shit be sometimes real. Real housewife shit, you might catch your little vibes on there and a little personality, see what Atlanta like. But, um, man, you got to comfort yourself, man. They out here, they beautiful, they come in abundance, man. They on their own mission, man. So, um, do not, do not, do not. I want to go ahead and say, I ain't never been to New York, LA, or Texas, but Atlanta got the best women. So, y'all... Get on down here, fellas. Get down here. Hell, ladies, get down here too, man. Y'all scoop something up, man. Let me know if I was right about what I told y'all. Like, subscribe, man. Go find out, man, what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, come to Atlanta. Hit up Allure. Hit up Magic. Hit up The Flame. Listen, you're going to see what I'm talking about. Booties bouncing like basketballs. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. Look, but for real, you know what I'm saying? Double dribbling. <laughs> Stop playing, man. Get y'all's ass down here. Come with some bread, too, man, because the niggas will call you out, bro. They will call your ass out in the club. Ain't got no money, man. So that's Phoenix, man. Hopefully I taught y'all something, man. Flock with me, episode three.
women of Atlanta. Share, like, subscribe, comment. Don't be no lame ass motherfucking nigga, man. Lame ass nigga, man. Capping ass nigga, man. Green ass nigga, man. Fuck nigga, man. You know what the fuck going on, man. And y'all should know what I'm talking about from the last episode, episode two. About the slang of Atlanta, man. And all these ain't gonna be on Atlanta. I'm just giving y'all a little bit, a little taste, a little early, you know what I'm saying? So stay tuned. <laughs> I set trends for one. I've been setting trends a long time. Don't get my props for it, but it's cool. I want you all to know, outside of Hicks, Hicks is the first edge control, you understand? But I am a woman, Shekinah Joe, who made the second edge control. Mm. You know, so all the girls, I thank God that I inspired you guys to make your edge controls. Your edge controls are the issue too. Excuse my language. Thumb button. We good. We good. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not knocking any of y'all products, but you know, I just feel like y'all need to start giving a girl a little props on what she do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is edge control just a new way of saying gel? No. It's It's very different, (laughs) bald man. uh, It's a big difference. Baby hair products. It's a big difference. (laughs) You need a toothbrush for edge control. Okay. (laughs) So you have these products. I have these products. This entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You have to Mm. be. What are you doing? Why do you have to be? Because you should. Everybody's not meant to be an entrepreneur, number For one. Because sure. I have this thing that, that every, there's a thing mm-hmm. with this 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 day and time. Generation. Everyone wants to be a boss. And yes. it's not, Everybody can't be everybody a boss. Everybody can't. Right? Everybody's not, not, not built be. for it. It's not. But my grandma was a boss, and I got a dad passed down from her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, period. Boss-tivity. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. been a boss. She owned the daycare center, all kind of stuff. So I kind of ran with her. She was my best friend. So... I got the boss in me. Yeah. So, you know, and I... And you was born the boss. Yeah, but I work for people. Right. You know, I work for people. <laughs> and to the world, I still do hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want an appointment, you can book me today at com. okay? Because I'm doing hair. And guess what? Everyone is a star to Shekana Joe. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I may not post the people that I do on Instagram because right. I thought you was coming to me to get your hair done. That Instagram life is my celebrity life. Right. And I, you know, I don't feel the need that I need to post everyone that I do because I kind of put a step already in this situation. Okay? But I do sew ins. Yeah. I do natural hair. I don't do lace fronts because I haven't learned, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a real one. But <laughs> No, that's real. Because it's, a, it's mm. everything is its own technique. Yeah, every, 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 everybody there's something like you just you just said, everybody can't be a boss and I can't do everything. Right. Okay. Yes, I know how to color, yes, I know how to cut. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do short hair. But when it comes to a sew in and a press out, I'm the girl you need to see. You're the one. Period. A master mm. versus a jack of all trades, all right? Period. So the, the, the products, the products ain't booking you. Everything's on the website? Yes, everything's on the website. My products is on the website. Also, you all know I, I have a line, I work hard. Okay, at first it was I work hard. Now I own both. I own I work hard and I work hard. You know, so I just thought I'd tell you that. And I also own my name, Shekinah Joe. Ooh. Ah. I went through a little battle about a year and a half ago. A girl really? tried to buy me out, but honey, a girl came back. I own it. Was it her name too? No, it wasn't. It's called haterism. She's uh, trying to hustle. Oh, trying to get it so that she, you could buy it for more money. Hey, we gonna keep her lifted up in God. We wish her the best too. You know, okay. and I ain't got no hurt feelings about nobody, but I just want to let y'all know God is real. Last question. And he show fave on Shekinah Joe. You talked Hallelujah. about Instagram and your celebrity life. Has it been hard for you being this public and transparent? I'm asking you. Is it hard? Is, is it hard? Or what is the hardest part, if there is a hardest That's part? That's a good question. Knowing when to hold and fold them. 
Mm. Mm, picking your battles. Picking my battles. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, you're killing me. I didn't even want to go off and have to think, you know, stop. What would Jesus do? <laughs> Where did this maturity come from, young lady? Tita, I'm, I'm, Tita, I'm 35. Uh, okay. Not everybody. It's not it's not not everybody. Oh, I know some 40-somethings. <laughs> I know some 50 Yo, no, that's not an age thing. That's an experience thing. Oh, I don't know, but kind of keep growing me up. Grow me up. You know, y'all might see me acting ratchet again sometime, but it's cool. Just forgive me, you know. But um, I'm trying to better myself every day, y'all. Amen. And that's what's important. And I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to get them some money. Yeah. You know, I want everybody to get along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Everybody can't sit at my table, though. Don't get mad at me. If you Listen, let me tell y'all something. For everybody in the world, I'm going to let it go. Okay. If you have ever crossed me, I just want you to know I forgive you and I love you. But will you sit at my table again? No. Mm. There's no disrespect Because if I let you sit at my table After you don't cross me and hurt me That means you're going to do it again And then I'm hurting myself So I just want to let you know If you're in my past I love you I have nothing against you I still want you to be I love your memory I love everything about you (laughs) (laughs) What we used to do But no more Coming in my space And trying to interfere With this 35 year old woman Got going on Because I'm about to have some fun Mm -hmm. I'm about to do some more traveling Okay Okay. Okay. I'm about to tell y'all folk about God And let y'all see God use me Okay. Amen. Okay. Give me the website, woman. www.shakanajo.com. Shakanajo.com. Good yeah. to see you. I love y'all too. Yeah. Thank you. 2021, we gonna walk in that truth. That's what it was about for me. Y'all already saw it. 2020 was telling the truth. 2021, we gonna walk in this thing. Now, I'm not gonna pull no punches and no mince words. We're we not gonna do that. We, we're not gonna do that. That is a different level of some scum under your shoe. They are done. They're asleep. They're gone. Black men feel like the king done daughter. You realize how they really are the king. Black men, all this shit that black women have put y'all through, I've always been y'all ally. This is honestly why y'all deserve free and unlimited blowjobs for the next five years. You haven't even, you haven't even started to get the credit that you deserve. I've talked about black dick worship, hashtag BDW. I've talked about that in the past and how black women don't do it. And it's a sexual exchange, sexual healing and, you know, sacred sex. And okay, okay. But no, like on some real shit, when it comes down to it, it was so many times I thought to myself, man, these black men are like towering over the game. It's like, they're like five-year-olds. When shit pop off, they just go walk right into trouble, like... When white people in the horror movie, something shake outside in the bushes and they go right to it. Well, what's going on? That's that's how Gambians act. What? What's going on? I don't know. What black man you know? And I'm not talking to y'all self-hating black women that's going to say, oh, black people but molesters and we offer to. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm really talking just to the B1 people. You know you can't go to no black neighborhood and a black man is going to let a child get abused. We don't do that. That's not us. And that's not our men. Black men, y'all have been long overdue for the respect y'all deserve. We have had a society that's been hell-bent on not only killing you without impunity. We seeing people with foots on your neck. We seeing how you just lynched. And I know black women too, but baby, y'all... Y'all, black man, you're my only, you're my only protector and savior. I knew that, but Lord have mercy, Jesus. Black women, y'all need to just come to the Gambia just so you can understand what I'm talking about. Black 
black people, you know how smart we are on a global level? The Africans don't even own Africa, and we over in the States carrying on about how much land can we get and how much can we have solidarity and stuff like that. Like, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Africans don't give a fuck for the most part. And I don't want y'all to come out here talking about, oh, it ain't all Africans, baby. We a whole nother breed, a whole nother creed, a whole nother vibe and style. Like, so don't even play like that. Because I, I see your shit. I can't house and see you got roaches. So stop trying to act like it's just a raisin on the wall. They trying to tell us it's raisins. Oh, no, that's just a raisin. Why the raisin um flying in denial? You got roaches. You got roaches. You, you're disgusting. You look at downtown Lagos. I had a friend of mine show me a video of downtown Lagos. It looked like a bomb hit it. Just look at fool. Like, was it war, war here? And you, it wasn't a war? No. You bathe the animals. Now, I'm, I'm going back to the Gambia. You're literally bathing with the animals at this point, bitch. And you didn't. Got fixed your mouth to say running water and lights and lights. Y'all know how stressful it is when you can't connect with your family and friends because your Wi-Fi so shitty and it's 20, 2020, but they still ain't got their shit together enough to have regular power and resources and shit. And they barely got they don't wash their hands or their ass. You don't. You got roaches, you're nasty, and you you stupid. How about that? Go subscribe to my YouTube channel. By the way, everything is in this video. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, because I'm about to be rolling out all the truth, honey. We rolling out all the truth. <laughs> Let, let's talk about the, the brilliant basic and brain dead real, real quick. Because... This is from my book, and it's from Soul by Moonlands. You can get Amazon. You can go to ancestralarrangematch.com. Somebody can put that in the comments, but you can get the ebook there as well. But the proverbial line is being drawn in the sand. And I said, Worthy to be praised. The king is worthy. The king is worthy. The king is worthy to be praised lift your hands and say it with me the king is worthy girl we'll, we'll, we'll have some damn praise and worship <laughs> over the black man's dick in here he's worthy to be praised he's worthy to be praised and i'm talking about his dick it's worthy it's worthy to be praised it's worthy. It created the nations. It's worthy. Sing it from your bosom. It's worthy to be praised. The black king is worthy. Hallelujah. That's right, Cecil. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. And that's to all the black men. You, 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 you worthy, baby. You worthy. That dick is worthy to be praised. It was responsible. For, for creating us. Yes, sisters. Yes, we housed the womb. We, we birthed them in society. But goddamn it, if it went for the seed. If it went for the seed of the king. None of us would be here. Okay? So, I'm going to leave y'all with that. I'm going to go suck dick and everything. And, and you need to do the same. By doing so, you will be helping to dismantle white supremacy. Okay? We need to put that on the t-shirt. You know what I mean? Fight white supremacy and go suck a black man's dick. It, 
Right? I'm here for it. You get you got permission from me. Husbands, if you ain't got your dick sucked in the last year or whatever, holler at me in my inbox. We can work something out. I'm not saying I'm fixing to do it. I'm not saying I'm I'm I, that's not what I meant. But I'm saying we gonna we gonna we gonna work on that. Let's just open up all our shit this year, okay? Um, let me get this money up because I got investors to pay back and shit. And I, I love being <laughs> transparent because it's like, yo, we learning these lessons. Put your shit out there. Kevin Brooks, you a you a you a Leo. <laughs> and I know. And I know. We want to talk about the black man and how he's worthy. I knew my my I was saying, and I know. And I from one more time and i know who it's my head if y'all know where that's from put it in the comments i love that clip care about me y'all can dick suck and and tell them i said it tell them i said it. you got a voucher from art kathy you didn't had a rough year we know where our help come from the blame got off y'all awesome. so my youtube channel and subscribe and ladies let's get in the womb school unpack this start over we can do it. Get your herbs. Go to House of Amatep. Go to plantbasedjeff.com, Art15. Do all that shit. We, we, we get 2021 and more of an energy of truth and transparency, okay? Not green leaf. Not green leaf. But I do watch some green leaf. Jay, we gonna be okay. We gonna be okay. If I got y'all, that's all I need. All right? Like people hype men, people middlemen, people runners, people do boys, like... Okay, so let me try to explain it. So let's say you have a celebrity. I'm just going to say not unlike Atlanta celebrity. I'm going to just say like Chris Brown. Okay. So say y'all know Atlanta has so many rappers. Rappers, athletes, there's so many of them here. So you're going to run into their do boys, their runners, their middlemen, their whatever you want to call them. Um, I seen a video about someone saying important nobodies. That's exactly what I feel like they are important nobodies. So they're the people. They're the people that are hanging around other people and getting clout off of the other people. And there's so many of them in Atlanta. So again, back to my example. So let's say Chris Brown. Okay. So let's say if Chris Brown was like Atlanta-based artist, he lives in Atlanta. Blah 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 blah. And then he has like all of these homies. He, every time, they're literally with him all the time. They go on trips with him. They go on tour with him. They go pretty much everywhere with this dude. They're going to get, probably try to get more girls than the actual bigger artist. They're going to try to get more girls than Chris Brown is trying to get girls. Like, just off of somebody else's name. So, there's so many of them in Atlanta. And I don't know why, like, a lot of, I'm not even, I'm let me just say, a lot of them, I know that a lot of them personally that try to talk to me. And I'm not with it. Like, I just feel like if you can't stand on your own two feet, if you're riding off the back of somebody else, I do not want you. Like, I do not. I do not want you. Like, we just not. Mm-mm. I'm, if I'm going to mess with anybody who name is big, they name has to hold weight, period. And I don't even want a big popular person. I don't want a lot of people that everybody knows. Like I'm good with the low key. I'm good with that. But if it's like it's just like they do you don't have the time you they broke like 
you see them all the way always out of town taking trips all the way always out the country always in designer stores and guess who they always with that chris brown example i'm a disclaimer i'm only using chris brown as an example and that's just who the artist is but with that big artist like they can't go anywhere they can do all of these things on their own like they can't go out the country on their own they can't make trips on their own they can't go to the designer stores and buy something on their own like it's so many of them in Atlanta and y'all going if you live here you know exactly what I'm talking about if you plan on moving here then make sure you be aware because there's so many of them you can always tell like you always see them in their Instagram stories you always see them on Instagram you always see them on snap like like can you please get your own occupation or create your own lane like it's okay you know your homeboy is this big celebrity artist or whatever and at least use that to make create your own lane like don't let that just be your whole persona like you just being a d-writer pretty much so those are definitely some people you have to look out for because there's so many of them in Atlanta Number four is men who live double lives. And this is not even just down low men. Like, of course, there's a lot of gay men in Atlanta. But, like, I can go a whole week without seeing one gay man. So, it's not like, well, openly gay men. So, um,. A lot of people think that once you come to Atlanta, it's just going to be gay men everywhere. Like, literally every time you turn a corner, every time you go to the corner store, every time you go to the mall, every time you go grocery shopping, it's just going to be you just going to see a whole group of gay men. Like, it's not like that. It is definitely not like that. And I just feel like people just, there's so many stereotypes about Atlanta not even not even from Atlanta but me being here for three years now I've like noticed it and now I'm like getting offended like when people be like oh hope you don't get AIDS out there just saying it jokingly of course but I'm like you will probably get AIDS where you at before I get AIDS in Atlanta like but anyway so yeah people about living double lives now the negroes that i could point at and say well these particular negroes over here they didn't suffer from the psychological trauma of slavery so we don't have to deal with that i found out that all of us had the same problems and that we were not as different as we think we are we are all doing the same things we're all practicing the same patterns of behavior a pattern is something that people follow because they think it's the right way to go we have been doing it and approving that behavior between each other because we think well this is just how you do it we have not represented our own ideas. We have not had anyone to represent our own ideas to us. The only place we have learned about how to be a woman or how a man is to be a man is on television. We haven't had that kind of a chance to study ourselves. The white woman has been the only woman we have had an opportunity to study every day of our life. On television, in every magazine we ever picked up, in every newspaper, on every radio. She's been the only model we have had. And if we think that that's not important, then we need to, you know, look at that again. We have studied that and we have made up and came up with requirements that the white people have set for us for our man. 
And if he cannot come up to those requirements, then we have decided that he is impotent and unable to be our man because he's disqualified, because he does not qualify by the standards that the white people have set up. We think a good, successful relationship is one where everything goes our way. The first time it stops going our way, then we got a serious problem. We want our man to do everything we tell him to do, but we don't want to do anything he tells us to do. Yeah, it's hard language. And all of our so-called educated class together have never come up with an agenda that brought the people together to try to improve their condition like the black man's guy. Not a one of them have ever had a program that got all of the black people talking, got all of them out. Made everybody decide to make a comment whether they wanted to or not. People are compelled to testify all over the country. I can't walk the street. See, we, we've never been examined, as I said, in the, the breakdown of every relationship. Each party in the relationship shares one half the responsibility. That's 50% of the responsibility. So yes, the black man is 50% responsible for the breakdown of our relationships. And we are the other 50% half responsible for the breakdown of our relationships. And I ask black women, if you do not want to accept 50% of the responsibility, what percentage do you accept and how does that behavior manifest? And I guarantee you it's already in my book. Because this lists the things that we do. We've just never seen it in print. We've never had it out front. We've never been busted. But now we have the equality we've been crying for. They're busted and so are we. I teach that slavery tampered with nature. When I say that slavery tampered with nature, I mean that a major rite of passage for every male mammal is to provide and protect for a female and her young. Now certainly we know that the black man has been denied that opportunity. He has not been allowed to qualify to protect his woman or provide from them, for them. They have told us that the only provision that the black man is qualified to give us is one of money. And we have made finance the major uh, focus of our relationships with them. We have made the one thing that most of them don't even have be the criteria. We have been taught that if they do not give us money, that we are not to even allow them to be a father to their child. We have been taught that if he does not give us money, then he is not qualified to tell us what to do. We have been taught that if he does not give us money, that he doesn't have any rights in the home. It's whoever is making the money who has the rights. That's not our system. The black man provides more in a black home than just financial support. He provides direction, guidance, gratification, fulfillment, and discipline for our children. Those are the principles that are missing in our home today, which is why our children are savage in the streets. We see those children out there sometimes acting wild and uncivilized and disrespectful because they don't respect anyone because we didn't teach them any respect. We didn't know how. And a lot of times we look at them and we say, yeah, they're out there doing. Let's get right into it. How tall are you? 
I'm five, four, and three fourths. That's size? Um, I'm a small. I'm probably a, maybe a one, two. Okay. And if you ranked yourself, honestly, if you ranked yourself on a scale of one to ten, what would 10. you do? Yeah, let's get back to reality. No, I'm in reality. No, no, you're not in reality. I'm you're in not reality. You're not in reality. If you're going to be a 10, we can end this. Because that's not reality. You're not a supermodel. So what are you, what are you back You're not, okay, ma'am. So check the attitude. Look. Check the attitude. This whole, this, let me just go ahead and say this. This bullshit that's running around with black women, they call yourself a 10, never say you don't think, that is some of the most destructive psychobabble that's going around. Black women, you need to, to be more humble. And you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. That's not humility. Well, for one, I know that I was made in God's image, and He God he knows made... He's not perfect, ma'am. Right. So everybody's a. 10. I'm not gonna so, get up oh, here and call myself a four or a two because I'm I, definitely... okay. But okay. Well, let me. Well, since if you're gonna tell me you're a ten, you're yeah. a ten. I'm a Christian then... woman. I'm no, 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 no. I said physically. You can be a Christian woman, but this. Yeah, physically. I'm beautiful. You're physically a 10. Then what then what is Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Rihanna? What are they? Whatever they're considered themselves to be. See, see, this is that bullshit, y'all. This is when I start to get upset. Because you say you ladies say you want help. But then when you start getting into it, your ego gets into it. Put your dick up. It's not honestly, Kevin. This is I bullshit. See. You're you not a go, team. You can go to my Instagram now and you see that. You're that's not how I carry a myself. Team. Okay. You can I don't care how you call yourself. A 10 is supermodel looks. Okay. Are you I'm that? Far from, I'm far from ugly, honey. I didn't say that. <laughs> so you I'm made this combative, man. I'm if you really want to say you're a 10, that's fine. But show me, no. where the, show me where the model contracts are. I don't want to be a model. I, I didn't ask, ask you whether you want to be a model or not. Today. Somebody asked me today. But you're not, you but model? ma'am, you're not a, but you're not, but you're not that. Come on. Okay. Well, you said show me where the model contract. Somebody asked me today. Oh, okay. do you model? Let's I said try no. this. Let's try this again. Where would you honestly rank yourself? I just told you. A ten. Yeah. No. Maybe to you, I'm not. But beauty's in the eye. No, no, the no. So you're a ten. Yeah. Okay. So are there any women that are? higher are you saying I'm not a, tell me why I'm not no 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 I'm asking you no 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 I'm asking you tell me why I'm not no no you're not questioning so you're on my you're on my so you mean to tell me that there are no women that are more attractive than you what I'm asking it's hard if you're a 10 that means you're at the top it's like I'm not I if you're a 10 that means you're at the top if I'm a 10 an A plus a 100 on a test is as high a one no 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 woman. Back it down. No, I'm, I'm telling you. Back it down. A 100 on a test is as high as you can go. It's a perfect grade. You're saying you're a 10, a 100 on the test. Are you saying that there's nobody who scores higher than you on looks? You're in the, you're in the top percentile. Worldwide. Possibly. Possibly, honestly, but it doesn't matter to me. No other woman I'm intimidated by. Not one. You can I'm not. Maybe by the world standards, I'm not because I'm darker. You know, I don't know what, uh, what that's the reason. Some I don't bullshit. know. I don't see, know. See, that's the thing that I always say thank you for saying it. Thank you. I knew we we're gonna get to it eventually. Eventually we we're gonna get to the colorism argument. And see the problem is, man. 
when you women walk around with this inflated estimation of yourself, mm -hmm. life tells you where lane you're in, whether you want to admit to it or not. So are you so saying colorism you were, doesn't... No, no, I'm not, I'm not going down the... I'm not, first off, I'm not going down the colorism path because I'm saying if you were a dime, mm -hmm. you'd be gone by now because dimes get taken like that. Possibly, or treasure is uh -huh. hidden. Okay. Treasure is again, hidden. Again, this is, this, is, this is what goes on. She's going to still going to die on this hill. Because it's about my ego. I'm not, and I've listened to many black women parent this stuff, especially after that average at best video. I've heard women tell women, you should never say this. You should never say that. And you know what? All right, quick vid. Uh, been a hectic week. Uh, my V, my V10 uh, bricked out on me. And then, uh, <laughs> so I ordered the uh, Note 7 and uh, came in two days later. So, Everything worked itself out. So I'm going to do something a little different. So I, I've been scouring YouTube and and I'm like, what can I, what topics can I discuss to make myself stand, stand out a little bit more and not sound like everybody else? And I came upon this genius idea. I think it's rather genius. So I'm going to talk about all of my past dating experiences. And the reason why I feel so confident in saying that is because I've dated a lot of women a lot a whole lot so I think I have enough uh, it got to the point I had to write down names so I as it you know as the memories come back and uh, so I'm like oh yeah 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 so I got a list of names of course I'm not I'm not gonna mention anybody's names I'm gonna change some things but pretty much the scenarios are all basically 100% so my first dating, I'm going to call it dating horror stories. So my first dating horror story is I used to date a female bodybuilder. Now, how do you end up dating a female bodybuilder? Uh, I used to date, I mean, I used to, well, I started off, started off dating a fitness chick and it kind of just led up in, into that, kind of progressed. But I got friends that used to play in the NFL. And, you know, we'd all hang out, and, you know, certain circles, you know, attract certain type of, of women. And being on that status and that level, being around those type of guys, uh, we would go to workout competitions, stuff like that. I mean, they, these guys are gym fanatics and they pretty much got me uh, to the level where I'm at as far as my workouts and training and stuff. Like, like they really pushed me to that edge. So I, I thank those guys and I'm still good friends with them to this day. So, uh... We ended up going to some NPC bodybuilding event, and it was just one particular sister, and shh, my God, she she stood out. Uh, she didn't win. So I think she placed top five. Now, mind you, this is back in 99, 2000. This is before I moved to California, so, um, so it's going to be a little bit over the place, but... Uh, she at the time was 5'10, 175 during her competition season. And then off season, she get around 200. Um, she, this woman was a stallion, Amazon, whatever you want to call it, she was it. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, exchange numbers. 
dates here and there, blah, 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 blah. So, and then it got serious. Okay, so, why is this a horror story? Because, as we all know, the world of professional bodybuilders, bodybuilding, it's fueled by, well, the results of most athletes, are, it's fueled by anabolics. Uh, you want to call it steroids. Nowadays, they got the SARMs. Uh, this was back before clenbuterol, sustenol. This is the hardcore shit. Like, Winstraw wasn't even big back then. Um, this was before HGH, um, testosterone. It was the hardcore, legit steroid, shit out of Mexico type stuff, right? So, date, date, date. Things are cool. And I noticed she had these very, very violent mood swings. Nah, I know. Aside from the acne and the, the voice pitch change, she ne she didn't grow hair like, you know, most women would that that's on anabolics. It's just she had a really bad, highly volatile temper. And so I would notice during her, uh, during when she's in comp season, you know, as most people cutting weight and you're working out and you're eating six, seven, eight times, it's you're you're miserable. Which I get, I understood. You know, she put me up on game on in the world of bodybuilding, taught me a lot. You know, taught me training tips that I that I still use to this day, dieting, all that stuff. So she gave me a lot of great insight. And um, so during her comp season. I noticed she, she would. Oh, if you don't, don't. That's fine. But I think every black person needs to experience the gambit because it will make you very grateful. It will make you see how you're the shit and how your brains are second to none. That we're an exceptional people. It will make you appreciate your black man more. It will make you appreciate the luxuries that we have. You know, access to in the states. It will make you appreciate that. Hell, I was even looking at the government. Like, damn, is our government that bad? You know, is the American government? Because they motherfucking government don't give a damn. Corruption, like corruption in Africa is different than corruption in America. I mean, at least they get little stimulus checks and stuff like that. Like when African leaders and presidents don't care about your ass, like they don't care if you have your baby in the street and the baby get ran over by a car. Like they just, it could be an African leader in the car like and see your ass struggling and your baby in the street. We need to go. We We are lit. We need to go to the airport. They don't give a fuck. They just. I'm like, well, damn, at least we got Section 8 and some programs or something. They don't give a damn. So I'm like, child, I don't. I'm about to, about to go for it. Start bucking my eyes a little bit. Did you vote? God bless. God bless America. Did you vote? I, I used to roast people that voted. Like, I'm almost feeling a little type of. That's uh, who. From their system. And I was like, burn, baby, burn. Fuck you, America, KKK. Oh. I don't know. At least America, you know, we got some, we got, I, we just need to rethink some stuff. That's all. I'm not, I, 2021 is never say never. Biden, Harris, I don't know, goddammit. I don't care if you voted or not. I'm, I'm not fixing to be coming after you no more. Your sister is here to tell you we're starting afresh, we're starting anew. If you didn't unsubscribe from my channel because I was too much, I'm, I'm, I'm better. I'm, I'm still not going to clean up my mouth, but my heart is better, okay? My mouth is still dirty, 
but but my heart is it's more <laughs> my heart is more pure. <laughs> if that makes sense, okay. So um, um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Twenty twenty one. We can do this thing over again, sisters. We're going to be starting um, with the dental tourism live that I'm going to be talking about in the wound school and in the black repack group. I'm going to also be talking about this weight loss thing, us getting our bodies clean, detox for the new year. If you want to start your YouTube channel, your business, you've been trying to get stuff popping, we got a lot of those resources in the wound school. Taisha Essex, Taisha Essex. If y'all don't know my sister with Timonex Solutions, she's got gun accessory gear and all that stuff. She went viral. You know, y'all go to my YouTube channel where you can see black woman's chased by crazy white man. She went viral deal. He reposted her shit. It's the bomb, okay? So she even has a course in the womb school she did last year called How to Monetize Your YouTube Coins. Her game, she put me on. She helped me start my YouTube channel. She helped me get my YouTube checks. I'm talking about this girl is full of resources, and that's in the womb school just for free. Okay, so that's, I really want us to really take advantage of that space, and we're going to be moving to a different space in the womb school for the people that are very serious because I refresh the womb school every year and get to the real members. So update your dues, get your book. If you want to get a womb school and be like, all right, I, look, I ain't, I ain't fuck with you last year, but I hear what you're saying now, sis. We starting over. You can come to womb school. My bad, sis. <laughs> My bad. Gabby, Gabby got me traumatized a little bit. Uh-uh. No, I don't even. Girl, Gabby got me goddamn. Woo! I'm, I'm try, I don't want to hear reggae music. I don't, I don't want, I don't even want no rice right now. Like I don't, I don't want rice. I don't want meat and rice. I'm, give me. I don't care. Like I, I know I'm vegan-ish, but goddamn, I feel like some barbecue ribs right now. I feel like barbecue ribs. I feel like anything that's black tastic, but we still gonna cleanse with these herbs. So and Cheetos just like you do. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I even a Whopper from Burger King. Y'all got Whopper from Burger King? Fuck you. I gotta be real this shit. Let's just, I, I done missed, I done missed America's shit. And, and is, is that okay with y'all? Is it okay that I was that honest with my shit today? Cause it's, it feels amazing. Goddamn. It feels real good. So let me die. go suck your man's dick. Go suck that black man dick till the skin come off. To the skin, not to the skin, but you know what I'm saying? Suck it to the white meat. Suck it to the white meat. He deserves it. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. So you're still excited to move to Atlanta, huh? If you're a guy, that's great. If you're a girl, not so much. The men to women ratio here is not an urban myth. It is indeed a fact. And no matter how cute you think you are, Cute does not get you far in this town. Cute does not even get you dinner here. That's unless you're the one paying. So here are the five types of guys that you're running to while in Atlanta. So the first guy that you'll probably run into is the Zone 6 guy. This guy used to sell dope, has been in jail a few times, has five baby mamas, he's a wannabe rapper, and if you make him mad, there's a high probability that he'll kick you out of a moving car. He's really a teddy bear underneath. A teddy bear from hell, that is. Good look. And number two, the celebrity. This guy is a groupie at heart. 
He wants to be a star so bad that his self-worth is solely dependent on who he knows and nothing else. You can find him popping bottles at all the hottest nightclubs in Atlanta and flossing cash that he saved from staying at home with his mom. And number three, the magician. This guy makes a lot of wishes but never follow through. He says things like, oh, I miss you or I want to see you, but never plans anything. He conveniently disappears during the holidays and magically reappears like Houdini. Houdini for sex, that is. Number four, the diamond and the rough. Ladies, get to him before the city does. This guy was not born and raised in Atlanta. He speaks English very well and is usually here for higher education or a job. This guy is usually not on any of that BS. Usually two things happen to him while he's here. He gets dogged out or snatched up. And number five, my favorite, the Southern Gentleman. There ain't none. Activity throughout the first year of us, you know, starting to date. It was people popping up at houses. It was, it was a lot of stuff going on, y'all. And I was on the, I was to the point where like I was so mature in the situation, but it got to the point where I literally wanted to fight. I wanted to fight. And I'm like, you know what? I've been keeping my mouth closed for too long. Let's just, you know, what's up? Let's just, let's just get it over with. Maybe fighting gonna fix the situation. Not that we did fight, but it was the point where I wanted to fight. I was like, I think we need to fight to fix this because this is, this, you know, this is, I feel like this is the only thing that's going to fix the situation. But, you know, Marquise was like, ain't no point of fighting. It's pointless. It's pointless. Because I felt like I was being the one being, I, I felt like I was the one being targeted because I was new in the picture. And the thing is, I asked Marquise, you know, did you do something to hurt your baby mama? Like, did you cheat on her? Did you do something? Because I feel like... Ain't no way in the world a woman gonna be this mad at her baby daddy unless he just did something terrible, you know, during their relationship. And he told me, he said, babe, I haven't, I didn't do nothing. I don't know why she's mad. I don't know. Like, maybe she's mad because she felt like me and her not getting back together. Maybe she feels like, you know, we was working on having a family. I felt like any woman probably would be mad about that. So, you know, I understand, you know, from the other side, if that is, if that's even the case, you know. But, um... Again, as far as me and her relationship, I just feel like maybe in her head, like, is this woman trying to come over and be and be my daughter's mom? Is she trying to step in and, like, take my place? Because if that was the case, you know, that's, that's not what I was trying to do. And I just feel like I never understood why it was always drama between me and her. Because me and her literally had never had words with each other. I never talked about her. I'm not sure if she talked about me. It was literally like, you know, it was it was y'all, it was messages, you know, being sent to Marquise. Um tell her don't post my baby. That is my child. It was it was like stuff like that. And to be honest, that made me not want to be a part of Armani's life. I didn't want to be a part of Armani's life. I didn't want all I wanted was Marquise because I'm like Look, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get anybody confused about what's going on, but I'm not trying to be that child's mother. I'm not, I'm trying to live in a moment. I'm just want to have fun. I want to enjoy myself. I'm young. I'm in my early 20s. Like, 
I don't want to, I'm not trying to be a mom right now. And I'm being honest, y'all. I was not trying to be a mama. I wasn't. And I really, but I really did love, I mean, not love Marquise. I didn't love him at the time, but I really did enjoy Marquise's company. For some reason, y'all, me and Marquise's energy was so strong. But the only thing that was kind of getting in between us getting, getting into a relationship was, you know, me dealing with, you know, him having a baby mama. I did not want to deal with it. I did not like it. I just thought it was just so negative. The energy was, oh, just on that part was negative between me and her. Me and her never saw eye to eye. Me and her, we literally never had a conversation, y'all. I promise you. It probably was like us, you know, trying to talk, you know, when it was like me and Armani, uh, we were going to like Armani's birthday party or something. But other than that, like me and her did not get along. It was, it just wasn't there. And I think um, that kind of messed up me and, Ar me and Armani building a relationship because when me, once me and Marquise really did get into a relationship, I still wasn't trying to be a, a part of Armani's life. And I think that's kind of sad to say, but it's the truth. I felt like his baby mom would say that I hurt the child. I felt like she would say that I did something to her. I didn't want to take her a bath. I didn't want to do her hair. I didn't want to, if she hurt her leg, I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to feed her. I literally avoided being around our money throughout maybe the first two years of me and Marquis dating. Like I literally stayed away because I just felt like I don't know and maybe it's kind of sad a lot of people may feel like oh well why would you let her do this a lot of people will say well good you should have stayed away i literally just i just wanted to keep the peace and it's just more and more and more drama just kept coming my way coming my way and like literally over the past it's been it's been eight years y'all eight and a half years now and i literally feel like me and armani literally throughout the first um two three years we didn't have a relationship you know she would try to um you know hug me and stuff but i was i was yo this video is about why it's so hard to find a, a dude in atlanta to find a man in atlanta i'm gonna tell you like this why it's so hard you gotta understand this if a man have a lot of options you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of women just walking around single. It's going to be hard for you to, like, get you a man due to the fact that this man got option. You know what I'm saying? And the woman in Atlanta, like, like a lot of the women in Atlanta, they gold diggers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they live in that fake shit. Living that fake life, all that fake designer bags, you know what I'm saying? You see the baddest bitch in Atlanta, she be bad as fuck, but that bitch broke. But this is not about the females in Atlanta. This is about the dudes. Why a female can't find a, a woman, whoever you are, can't find a, a man in Atlanta? Due to the fact that these niggas in Atlanta, they don't know what the fuck they want. First of all, I'm going to keep it real with you because I live in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I'm not an Atlanta nigga. I got my own mindset because I don't, I don't do what every nigga do. I do what I do, period. Like, ain't nothing about, ain't nothing over that. I don't want to stunt for a bitch. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, act different just to get a bitch. I'm not that kind of nigga. Like, you feel me? I, I'm not a pretty nigga and shit. I'm a nigga that could be me, just me. 
You feel me? Like, just me. But shit, my thing here is the reason there's so much single women in Atlanta due to the fact that more, it's a lot of undercover-ass dudes. It's a lot of gay dudes. It's a lot of gay females. You know what I'm saying? And plus, the dudes in Atlanta, the females give them the like, the, let them do whatever they want to do, period. Like, a bitch in Atlanta will, will be fucking with a nigga, but this nigga be dugging her out. At the same time, that bitch is cool with it. You know what I'm saying? She trying to find a way to make this nigga happy, but the whole time this nigga been an undercover gay-ass nigga. You feel me? I don't, I don't give a fuck. You see a nigga with tattoo on his face in Atlanta looking like he a mean killer. He just got out the pen. He just came from doing 20, 30 years, man. Man, these niggas be gay as shit. That's why it's so hard to find a man in Atlanta because most of these niggas can't be their self. Like, see me? Like, I always tell myself, like, I can't do none of that gay shit, nigga. Where I'm from, we don't do that. We don't stand on that. You know, nigga like me, I don't judge nobody. You feel me? But all that other shit, if you if you got a chick and you out here in Atlanta doing some gay shit, just keep it real with the shorty and let her know like, yo, this there what going on. If she choose to be do some shit like that, if she choose like agree with that shit, hey, that's on her. You feel me? And these these guys, they're not keeping the truth. They're not real. Like, I'm going to say how it is because it is what it is. I don't give a fuck how y'all niggas feel on the internet. Like, I don't care about none of that bullshit y'all talking about, nigga. Like, I live in Atlanta. I see what going on. I see how these bitches ain't shit. I see all that. You know what I mean? But it start with these niggas, man. These niggas need to stop living this fake-ass life in Atlanta, try to act like they're rappers, you know what I'm saying, flexing on Instagram, putting up these drugs and shit, trying to be this type of nigga that no, they ain't, bro. Don't try to lay your partner life, you feel me? Don't, you know what I'm saying, don't try to lay the next nigga life, nigga, live your life, you feel me? So, I had a conversation with my homegirl, she like, man, shit. Why so? Why the niggas over here so different? Like these niggas is like they they don't even act like they don't even act like they care about a woman, baby. Listen, Atlanta, it's too many beautiful women walking around, loose headed, looking for that dumbass nigga to come over there with his flexing eyes to talk about some shit she think he doing, but that nigga is really ain't doing it. Atlanta's all about flexing, like. You know what I'm saying? You got to flex out here. You got to lie. Like, you got to be with the fake, nigga, before a motherfucker can really respect you. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, if you ain't with the fake shit, nigga, you can't live in Atlanta. You can't survive this shit because Atlanta is based on a bunch of fake-ass shit going on. The niggas is fake. The bitches is fake. The niggas be gay as fuck. The bitches be gay as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, a bunch of down-low-ass niggas be marrying shit. You know what I'm saying? Going out there fucking with these boys and shit. Doing all type of like weird faggot shit. That's why you see the disease. There's so much AIDS in Atlanta. You know what I mean? I love Atlanta. I ain't. Don't get it wrong. I love the city. Atlanta got a beautiful vibe and shit. You can really enjoy life in Atlanta. You can really live in Atlanta. That's why a lot of people move here. Because Atlanta is a lot of love. People give you love in Atlanta. You feel me? 
It's a beautiful city, a wonderful city. Like, ain't no way in this world like Atlanta, nigga. I'm going to tell you that straight up, nigga. And I've been through a lot of cities, nigga. Ain't nothing like that ATL, bro. And I'm not even from Atlanta. I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you. It's so many beautiful in Atlanta, uh, beautiful bitches in Atlanta, dog. <sighs> My nigga, <sighs> man, I can't even say it, bro. You would cheat on your bitch. But a real man, if he got that right woman... You don't need to cheat because she just right. She just what you was looking for. You know what I'm saying? I tell women all the time, like, you need to get out here, do what your your, your man like to do. If that nigga like to play sports.